Hey, welcome to Bloom, the podcast. This is episode three. We're talking about relationships. My name is Monica Ramey, and this is Dave Ramey, my husband. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about conflict and conflict resolution. And we want to jump right on in, don't we? We do. (laughs) This is good stuff. So, um, you know, I don't know about you, but when I think of conflict resolution, it makes me think about you know, when we were first together and everybody likes to call it the honeymoon phase where everybody puts their best foot forward and everyone is is spit polished and shiny for the other person, right? You're right. We call it putting on. Yes. <laughs> we, we make jokes and call it putting on. So, um, but it, it's true. Everyone does that in, in, um, in a relationship. So, you know, we get together and we were spit shiny and polished. We were. Most people are in any kind of relationship. They, they, uh, you know, they, they put the best part of themselves forward. And, uh, you know, it's when you become intimate or you get to know each other real well when you, when you get to know all parts of someone's self. True. True. Um, you know, like you get together and everything's great for a while and then you might have a little disagreement and then, you know, that might be okay. You have a little disagreement and then, then Did you have we another have one. Disagreements or were they? The first year we had, <laughs> we had a rough first year. <laughs> it wasn't that I rough. I don't think they were little though. No, we had, we've had some doozies. <laughs> we have. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, so you, you get into it and you have a, a couple of disagreements and then, but then, you know, sometimes you can get stuck and you can start realizing, Hey, you know, we're, we're somewhere else and we need to be, we need to be together. So, um, I know for women, a lot of times, not a lot of times, you know, we're emotional creatures. And, uh, so this has been a, a journey for both of us learning about how the Still other learning. person, true. So um, I'm thinking about the book we read when we first got together. We read this marriage book um, by Jimmy Evans. Do you remember? Right, but I, that was actually not when we first. That was actually after a couple of years. Oh, I thought that was in the first no, year. No, that was like year three. Oh, okay. So um, because we were had not having little things, we were having big things. We didn't. We weren't terrible. No, we weren't. We weren't having big, big things. Either. But let me let me go back here to to give this a little background, okay? If you don't mind. No, you go ahead. So we were when we when we first met, we were both in the perfect spot of um, uh, what God had for us for each other. I'll just sum it up like that. So we had these crazy love feelings. I mean, it was like uh, we were actually lovesick. I mean, we were. It was intense, like intense, like I've never experienced in any relationship. So. Uh, and we were kind of, you know, I guess ignorant enough to it to think, because she never felt this way either. And we thought, oh, this is, this is meant to be. This is from God. This relationship, we have our, our personalities really fit together well, where we can, we're going to do some things together and life's going to be great and all this. But uh, so the joke with us was, it's like that feeling was so intense. That's, I think that's what equipped us to be able to get over these hurdles because it took us a while to learn how to get through them. I'm very uh, uh, passive and uh, non-confrontational. And uh, Monica's just the opposite. She wants to get to the root stuff. It's something tendering. She wants to get on it right away. And I felt, to me, that felt like- uh, It still feels like. It still feels like. <laughs> Don't put on, babe. <laughs> But this show should be about putting <laughs> So to me, that feels like I'm being attacked and I'm told something that I'm doing something wrong. 
So anyway, that's one of those things that, that I think um, through this series that I want to stress is um, there are quite a few things we haven't mastered or figured out, right. but we figured out how to work through them. And so that's the big thing with conflict resolution because we don't have the illusion that we're never going to have conflict, right? but we focus on what the resolution would be. Right. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, when you say we don't have conflict, but when we look at where we were to where we are now, I think it's huge. And I'm going to tell the story if you don't mind. I don't mind. So even a week ago, because you know, when you sign up, <laughs> we, we talked about this before, but when you sign up, um, you know, in Christianity, when you, when you come to Christ and then you step into ministry and you say, God's put something on my heart and we're going to minister you're going to get tested in that area and that's a fact and we've seen it happen over and over um but it's a beautiful thing really because for two hearts that are um submitted to him uh, first it makes it and i don't want to really say the word easier but it makes makes it um possible for two people to submit to one another like it says in ephesians submit one to another and that's really the key <clears throat> excuse me but so here's the story. Um, we had a disagreement <laughs> um, a week ago. We really did. And um, we don't even remember what, what it was. I really don't. I don't. So it's really funny. Now it was not funny at the time. But <laughs> we were having this disagreement. And I remember the part. I wasn't, I didn't care about what it was. What I cared about was an issue that I felt like had been ongoing for 10 years. And so this is what, so I didn't even care They're about They're all ongoing for 10 years. <laughs> I didn't even care about what it was. So the thing was is, um, so anyway, I'm like, wait, 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 let's stop this. Let's stop. And Dave's already ready to, he's like, nah, let's, he always, he's the guy that wants to take the break. And like he said, I'm the one that wants to know, let's resolve. And so finding that common ground has, is, has been a journey. So we had this um, dry erase board sitting in front of us. And I said, hey, I was like, let's do something. Okay, you don't like the way that I try to, um, was, did I say resolve conflict or whatever? You don't like the way that I come to you and I don't like the way that you come to me. So let's write down the way that we think each other should do it. And we both wrote the same thing, which to me was profound. And the fact that we both said we wanted each other to be gentle. And I thought that I didn't even care anymore. I was like, we broke through the first time in 10 years, we broke through this area that's just drove me crazy. And um, I think that's a beautiful thing. And I think it's, it's probably because we're doing this right and we've got a little some it's a little nugget and a little goodie to share but the, the truth of it is is um you know we treat other people better than we do the ones that are close to us sometimes other people see our best feet forward and they see us spit shiny and polished but the true you is who you are with your spouse mm -hmm. and uh, don't you agree i agree and let me go back yeah. to what you were saying about the, uh, the dry erase board and the two things yeah and we both had channel uh, it was profound that we both had the same thing because we're, we're looking for the same thing. Yeah. But the lesson for me in that was we both perceive gentle as being two different things. Mm -hmm. The way mm -hmm. she perceives gentle and the way I perceive gentle, she thinks she's being gentle sometimes in the way she communicates like in the same way I do. But the other person, uh, you know, feels it 
and senses it as a different thing. Now, let and me elaborate a, on that. I think that's key. I, I agree. But so um, if you're, um, we took tests years ago and I was a rhino and he was a turtle. I was a bee. They're not going to get that. I'm going to explain it. I was a rhino bee. Oh, think about a rhino charging through something and think about a turtle withdrawing. Or she's talking about personalities. Yeah. Yeah. It's a personality test. We both um, went through a program together. But anyway, um, we took we took these profile tests and it's really they've really been true to to who we are. So gentle for me um, is I think it's loving to get to it and resolve it and get over it so we can get back to where we were. Um, but so and this is nothing <laughs> you're going to smile because my frustration is that uh, <laughs> he'll want to withdraw from conflict and to have peace. So peace is greater than the resolve is the way I feel. I started peacemaking. <laughs> They're peacemakers and peacekeepers <laughs> and I'm a peacekeeper. <laughs> so the, the bottom line is it is the way that we view it differently. It but when you're with, um, when you're with a spouse, it you know you're you're trying to merge two things to become one, and so two personality traits you know that are total opposites trying to to merge, and so um, gentle for Dave doesn't work for me. Dave's gentle doesn't work for me and hasn't for ten years, and honestly, that's the first time um, since we've been together where we got there really really quick by looking at it that way. So really it's just understanding it's, um, I need to look at the way you need it and, and I need to withdraw my way so that I can see how you need it. And right. if we were both doing that, then that's gonna bring the change that we've made. I think we've gotten there quickly in times past using different things. Cause sometimes it's just a matter of, of how quick someone is gonna willing to forgive or let go too. Mm -hmm. wow. and, and we've done that well too. And, and then we've done it not so well. I mean, there's been times I just told her when we went through something, uh, I was okay to be selfish and just pout for a day or two. Cause two? I felt like just two? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I can. <laughs> no, but that, that was in the beginning. That's when we were saying it was rough. You know, we were finding out all these things about. Well, we didn't know. And so we didn't know how to handle ourselves is the thing. Mm -hmm. um, or in processing that conflict because we went from this, you know, oh, this fantastic love that was, you know, made for movies, I guess. It was, just so <laughs> it, intense. It was. So, wow, what just happened? And, and yeah. the hurt was a lot greater then because it was new. Like, it doesn't hurt if a stranger uh, says something to you or, you know, cusses you through a car window in traffic or whatever. That's that's okay. But if, when you love somebody and you want them, you want their respect and their love, and that when they hurt you, that's what. That hurts. You know, I like what you said um, that we, we have gotten there quicker in different ways. And, and usually that's one of us willing to die, which right. I think is another huge key. Um, and it's really, it's been the quickest way. It's when one person, if the other person is going to pout or hold on to something, the other person has to let go. And that, that will, will help bring things together. You know, it's that scripture in Ephesians, it says, um, uh, where do fights and wars and rumors, where, where do they come from among you? It's, it's basically from having, wanting to have your own way. That's it. And that, that's pride. So um, I've always said this after reading that scripture, it's like, you know, if two people, and this is really key, if there are two people 
trying to be together and you're stuck in a disagreement of some sort, almost always it's pride involved of holding on. Don't you agree? Because even even not being able to step into that place and and, and I would say that I would say not always the primary thing. Though. Yeah, but because it, sometimes you you go through um, you know times like well I'll just say it even though it's like when you want your feeling to be validated. Yeah, it's really not a pride thing. You just want to know that you're understood, whatever the issue was, whether I think it's significant or not. So that I wouldn't consider that to be a primary pride thing, but. But anyway. that you're considering it a valid thing. I love you for uh, saying that. Uh, <laughs> I'm putting on. He's learning. <laughs> no, but also in that, let's, let's go a little bit. What? Because you know, there's probably some people that are stuck, that are are watching this, and, and you know, we've been stuck before. No, don't you think? Oh, we've been stuck. Yeah. So, um, you know, when you're stuck. You need some kind of solution. You need some kind of tool to get out of it. And I want to give an example. You know, he brought it up. So I'll use this example where um, he would like to hold on to things. And so, and here I am. Oh, we're working this out. You got to hear this. You need to hear me. And I'm, I'm pushing, which is pushing him away. And he's resisting. So we're in this cycle, you know? Yeah, but let me say part of that too. Is that sometimes it is like that, but I'm also a processor. I'm, I'm rarely on the on the cusp of having an answer right away and stuff like that. My brain needs to, to process things. And then you come back? Sometimes. <laughs> so Sometimes I just hope it's forgotten. A lot of times he just hopes it's forgotten. So, but then I'm waiting. So I try to wait for his process and then we don't get the resolve. So we've been stuck in lots of different ways and we've, we've, we've come out of a lot of it. Um, but so let's say two, two people are stuck and one person's holding on to it. That's, those are the times that I think, um, you can't look within and you have to take the things that you've learned as a Christian and you can't, um, you can, and you can suffer, <laughs> you can hold on to it, or you can try to keep doing that same pattern to try to get your way across or what do you say? What's a solution? Letting go. I I think uh, I think the the big thing is is you can't well relying on the feeling to change before the action is bad. So you have that's to change, You have to take the action to change the feeling. Yeah. So that's even with forgiveness or you know um, humility or anything like that because it's not it's not just gonna, most times it's not just gonna come all of a sudden God hits you with something and and everything with her is okay or, or whoever. I'm talking about a relationship. I, you have to do. Um, I've heard the expression the next right thing, and I'm not sure that that's always known. But you have to do the next thing you're supposed to do in God's way, you know. And that is that is forgive. And so even if even if you don't mean it at the time, you, you speak it, you mm -hmm. confess it. Your heart will follow. Your feelings will follow. But it doesn't. It doesn't usually start with a feeling. Like if we've had conflict. I don't all of a sudden wake up the next morning and say, oh, I love her again and it's gone away, but I, I got to make the choice to forgive. I got to make the choice to say she is who she's supposed to be. Uh, whether it lines up with what I think she should be today or not, it's not, it's not, uh, it's really not any of my business, you know, but I have to, uh, you know, find a way to appreciate the things that, that I think are not lining up with the way I'm going to be. Now. Can I tell the story about the, um, the list now yeah because i think this is an important part to go into this so before i met monica <clears throat> and i was i was single living in an apartment a friend of mine 
asked me how, and I was talking about wanting to meet somebody and feeling lonely and all those things. And I spoke about it in the last one. And uh, so one of his suggestions was to make a list uh, of all the um, traits or characteristics of the person who I would think to be the perfect mate. So I spent a lot of time making this list. It was an elaborate list. And as soon as I got finished, I thought, well, do you want to go over this list with me? And he said, no, it's really easy. He said, you try, you do and be, work to be all the things you put on that list. And I thought, well, I can't be all those things. So, you know, it was a good eye opener to me in Revelation that I'm looking for someone, um, number one, perfect, but it's not really perfect, but what I would consider to be perfect. Right. And which is two totally different things. Um, and it's one of those things that's true that I found in other areas of my life, what I think to be the perfect right thing is usually not. I have to be able to submit to what is the perfect right, the perfect will of God, you know? What is it, the good and perfect will of God? Good, acceptable, and perfect will right. of God. But you know, I think, yeah, I think that, um, you know, I like what you said because it it really, those are expectations. Yes. And so when, um, if we have expectations, of some for someone else and then they they don't meet those that's usually i, I mean i think that's 80 percent of you know i think we walk around silently without even um consciously knowing that these expectations are, are there then all of a sudden someone doesn't meet them and you're and your feelings are hurt and you think you got to get to the point of why am i hurting right now and it's usually because there's something that you're holding someone to or some standard or some expectation and they fail you. And it's usually not realistic. True, true. The majority of the time, it's really not. Um, but sometimes they are. Sometimes people can fail us. And and then the, that's a whole nother ball of wax where you just deal with. You got to, you got to, you got to learn how to deal yeah, with well, that that's too. A different, that's a different so it's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, what was the other thing that I was going to say that we were going to talk well, about? Well, so to go back to this book she was talking about um, oh, yeah. by Jimmy Evans earlier. I'm trying to remember when I talk, I mentioned books to remember the author's name. So I think that's all It was there. Jimmy Evans. Now I can't remember the name of the book. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so this book was re it was really nice. And what we did uh, was it wasn't like I just read the book and gave it to her and she read it. We read it. And this is what what we found to be helpful for us is take action together so we did the action step together and every night we read i don't know probably like a half a chapter each night something like that i think i don't think we did a whole chapter because it was kind of you know it wasn't it was new marriage on the rocks. marriage on the rocks was that not marriage sure that was on it? the rock i'm pretty sure it was no i don't think that was the name of yeah it. because the book talked the about marriage two rivers trying to become one and merge together. And I really, that always stood out to me. The other thing that really stood out to me in that book um, I want to talk about is he talks about having a, a customer service counter in marriage. I use that all the time. That was one of the things. Not even in marriage. Well, I use it more than he does because I say, you you don't have a safe customer service counter for me to yeah, come no. to. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why it stopped to her. <laughs> That's probably why. Um, so there's some really cool stuff. That is the book. I'm almost positive. It's Marriage on a Rock. Yeah. By Jimmy Evans. It's, a, it's almost, a bestseller. Yeah, I'm almost positive. That's not it. Uh-oh. So look at other. He did a whole marriage series. Yeah. I mean, that's his, that's his thing. 
Yeah, I know. He did more than that. I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> That's the one that stood out. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> anyway. Well, the, here's the thing about the uh, the books. It's, it's not so much this book changed our lives. Right. It started planting seeds of of answers to us because it's it's from that saying that it's pr- pretty common. If you focus on the solution, the solution gets bigger. If you focus on the problem, the problem gets bigger. So that's one thing that we, we know to not, if we keep beating up uh, whatever we're, we're uh, disagreeing over or arguing over, uh, that's just going to keep growing until we become humble, one of us, <laughs> and try a different way. It's yeah. not going to work out. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, now I'm stuck on the book. I'm stuck on the title of the book. (laughs) I think it was Marriage on the Rock, but pretty much everything he has is really, really good. Um, So we talked about customer service counters. It was Marriage on the Rock. It was. It was. Anyway. We'll continue. (laughs) We are going to continue this. Yes, episode number four. We will have the name. Our witnessing a live How can we resolve that? <laughs> okay, she's right. So he's going to leave and I'm going to say, how can we resolve that? <laughs> so let's talk about the crazy cycle. We read another book once that um, I think this is something that is a really big deal. Um, we didn't finish the book because we felt like we got the gist of it right away. The crazy cycle? <clears throat> yeah, but that wasn't the name of the book, but not that that matters. So we what they were talking that. about is women need love and men need respect yes so a lot of times if you're caught in the it go, cycle, it can, and it's based from scripture um mm-hmm. uh husbands love your wives it's in ephesians in ephesians yeah yeah which is kind of can i say yeah. something else before so this is one of those things that stood out to us when uh I, I was living in another place and she was living in her house and we talked for hours every night before we went to bed uh i was reading in the book of ephesians and this has always been funny to me the, the, the part where we were, I was going through this phase was in the book of Ephesians and it was talking about that. So that part about husbands love your wives. And it, remember that part it says um, about coarse jesting. And we were like, we should never coarse jest. That's our number one thing we do wrong. We'll get to joking around wait, with each other. Wait a minute. Who will? Me. <laughs> it's always we. <laughs> she does it back. I do do it back. But, but I do uh, like, but I, but I I do like to But I think why, the way you were raised. Oh, it's all around all boys. His whole life. Yeah. So his yeah. his I think it's kind of like your love language. You yeah, know how men is. get together and joke around and um <laughs> but anyway. And we cut out for a second there. Um, so the, well, this book talks about is love and respect. So the um, if you get caught in what he called the crazy cycle, is because usually one person isn't doing one of those things. So if the wife is caught up in disrespecting the husband, even in her mind, um, it usually stems from her not feeling loved or feeling like she was unloved in some manner. And so the way to stop it, no matter who's in the wrong, is whoever can come up with it is to to start doing that even if the person doesn't deserve it right so that's the action that i, that I was talking about earlier yeah. don't wait on the feeling feeling take the action and if i could just also add sure. to that 
um, Excuse me. in the Jimmy Evans book that we are unsure of the name of, she, he, he talks about that specifically and, and about serving each other. Mm-hmm. So when it was crazy, when that happens and there's a conflict in that, you, you could really just continue to serve just like you would serve the other person. And uh, it's really about taking actions yeah. to get out of that and not relying on the feeling and not relying on the other person to, to change anything. You've got to change it. You got to be the person to change it, and uh, it'll be a different person each time. Yeah, that's good. But the quicker you respond to it, the quicker it's going to end. Because you made a covenant with the person and God, and so on. You know, you can't just say I was wrong. Yeah, well, you can. It just well, doesn't. It doesn't get very far. Right. <laughs> you can. You can. Be you know, I you think want. it's important. That, and I, I'm sorry, I came up no. off track. But I remember uh, hearing. When we first got together, somebody asked me if I loved you, and I, and I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "You've got to remember that—that that love." That's true. Because it's not always going to be a feeling. That's right. So you've got to remember that. Like, it's like, and and I think that's that's true in, in every aspect of our life. And I think that's why mm-hmm. in the Old Testament there was uh, memorial stones put out for the twelve tribes of Israel. And you, we know when Moses talks about it. Remember when? God brought you out of that, and it's repeated in the New Testament, mm-hmm. the whole deal again, because we got to remember. And I mean, not, I mean, to even take it a step further, because we know people have um, more than just trouble. You know, there are people that um, have relationships that are hanging on by a thread, you know? Yeah. And so um, there are people that are, are really, really struggling. And, you know, the bottom line is if, if you're in Christ, he's with you. He said he'll never leave you and he'll never forsake you even in your marriage. And I know women, um, more than any, anyone, women, um, you know, are, are when we lose the connection in a relationship, that's why women are emotional and nurturers, but we take emotions. They're never turned off. Um, whereas a man can focus in, um, do something in his life. Um, a woman, a woman can takes her emotions into everything that she does into work into her family and her children and her friendships. And it's just the way we're made and we can't turn that off. So it is, um, and it's a powerful, beautiful thing that's given by God. Um, it's really genius. And he doesn't think it's genius. Well, it is <laughs> Here's the, here. So like with her, it's like one file drawer that contains everything. And so I'm like one file drawer that's compartmentalized with, with folders and tabs. I could be in one and out of the other and not give thought to the other thing. Mm-hmm. With with her, it all, mm-hmm. it all goes together and I can't figure it out. <laughs> I gave up. That's a lie. I just want to serve. Oh, I married Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but truthfully, um, you know, I was going to say there was something else that I wanted to say about um, how are we doing on time here? I wanted to say about. I don't even know if I set the time. That's okay. Oh, I did want to say I didn't. Okay. Uh, I did want to say that uh, those things that that we're talking about don't. It's not just for uh, marriage relationships too. It's also uh, for other relationships, church relationships, work relationships. One uh, one thing that I like that I I wish it could be a proverb, but it's not. It's the, it's the expression: Would you rather be right or would you rather be happy? Your willingness to let go, to uh, have humility of the right to be what you think is right is key to relationships and the other because. Yeah, and I'm going to jump in there because um, 
you know, people can fall into pride in that too, thinking, oh, I'm the one that's letting go and I'm the one that's going to move on. And that's not true. I'll, I'm, my, the way I hate it hurt is I'm going to take the higher road. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yes. I wrote I, that in a divorce. I had to take the higher that's road. That's the best way to say that because that's, right. that's like saying I'm proud of my humility. Right, which is pride. Yes. So, um, you know, the true thing in that is not so that you'll be the one taking the higher road or even to fix the the issue the true the the truest i know i keep saying the word key but the greatest keys are the ones that are in christ so it's um besides your spouse if you're doing what's right in your heart with the lord you're going to get there quicker in all of these places yeah because you're going to be you're going to be um you're going to be hearing from holy spirit and and if he's there in the midst of your your marriage or your relationship if two people are are really yielded to the spirit of God, he's going to be telling you, you need to go apologize or you need to say, you know, um, you need to go fix that or take care of it. Like even in AA, it's like making amends or, mm -hmm. you know, you got to do your thing um, to bring it together. Don't you agree? I do. Yeah. Yeah. To die to self and conform to the likeness of Jesus. That's what our, that's what our purpose is. Mm -hmm. And so that doesn't involve, uh, you don't read too much in the Bible where you got to make yourself right and the other person wrong or show who's, who's right or it does, I mean it ultimately doesn't matter relationships matter than who's right that's right and actually it's just the opposite than, than what you said so yeah yeah there's I, I don't know any places where it says to go it always right. yeah it always says to humble yourself yeah. so um we've got a lot of stuff that we could talk about and go on and um and I think we might dig a little bit deeper into this marriage on the rock book because that's the title. So. <laughs> when I find it later tonight, I'll make sure she finds out. When I find it, I'll let you know. <laughs> but it is wise. That I, I think I said this on other things. Uh, it's really wise to be into books and getting different perspectives and getting uh, really uh, education. Because, like, uh, I think an important thing. Here's an important thing for both of us, and I love my parents, so I'm like, this is not a thing, but I didn't have a model of what a, a Christian husband and wife relationship would be like. I never did until I was like 35 years old. And it was, uh, I first started seeing it in, uh, in my best friend's uh, life. And so I really started paying attention because you, 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 you need, you should be around people who model a life that you would like to live. Okay. Right. And so when we first met, all the group of people I, that I was with, they were all married in like over 30 years, you know? So seeing that in other people really, really built the faith in me that I would be able to do it. So it's key to read books and to be around people that you you want to, uh, the traits of their life or the uh, the fruits of their life, I should say. You know, if you want a fruit of a long life and marriage, hang around people that have that. Right. <laughs> because they could tell you there was time where they'd like to poke their partner with a fork during dinner, but they don't. Yeah. And some of them did. <laughs> We've heard some good ones. We have milk in their face. And, right. Yeah, lots of stuff. It happens. So <laughs> Excuse me. Well, when you, when you blow a wheel off the car one night, don't don't don't, <laughs> don't let it get you down. We've all done it. That's right. That's right. So, um, just the last two little things to, to chat about before we wrap this up. Um, you know, opposites attract, and it's not always. The, the case but a lot of times people will come into relationships because 
they love this thing about this person. And, you know, you guys have probably all heard this as well in, in different um, um, teachings or whatever, but you know, like that, the thing that you love about your, your, your spouse will be the thing that, you, you know, you want to stick a fork in their hand <laughs> later. Yeah. And so, you know, it's really, I think God designs it that way. So um, don't, wouldn't you say that? I think so. And I think that's a good point. Um, something that you love about or something that I love about you five years later, I think you'll drive me, you know, it'd be one of the yeah. things that drive me crazy. So yeah. You can't always rely on your feelings again. I know I said that earlier. But yeah. Well, I just, you know, I would think, oh, he's so, he's so peaceful and he's so, and he would say, she's so passionate. She's so passionate. I the word passionate. And it was, she, I love how passionate you are. <laughs> you know, just, he didn't like it when it was at him. <laughs> no, I didn't, towards uh, him. Uh, yeah, I didn't like it when I perceived it not as passionate, but I, I perceived it as something else, which it was the same thing. Right, right. So, um, but, but, you know, he still loves those things. And I still love those things about him, but it's us learning how to die and merge together. Yes. So, um, but I want to go back to the, the thing about people being stuck, because if you're in a marriage and you're stuck, um, you don't have to be. And, um, you know, we want to pray with you. Yeah. And do you want to start it or do you want me to? But I just want to give you hope that um, it doesn't matter how bad it is. If you're in Christ, Christ can redeem it. He can heal your heart. He can heal your spouse's heart. Um, obviously, if you're in an abusive relationship, you never tolerate abuse in any form whatsoever. Um, and if you need to put boundaries, you put boundaries and get some clinical help from a counselor or somebody, um, you know, I'd say a good biblical counselor if you're a Christian who stands by those values. But we're never called to be abused because that's not the nature of God. So, um, but if you've got something that you're going, that's, that's going on in your marriage or your life where you're just stuck and it's because of, you know, heart issues or, you know, the junk that one of you or both of you brought or that you don't have the skills to um, resolve conflict. These are all things that are workable and they're all things that um, God, I think really wants you to get so that you can grow and you can mature. And you know, what, where's the other, um, scripture until we all come to the unity the of the faith, faith and the yeah. full stature and the measure the knowledge of christ and it's like um we're all growing and it says in the bible that the good work in philippians the good work that he started in you he will be faithful to finish but you have to partner with him yeah. and the job that we have is the renewing of our mind and the healing of our heart we have to submit to those processes so that we can grow especially if you are with another person. So um, let's go ahead, let's pray for people who might be stuck. Well, Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity to, to, be, uh, to be together, to be able to, to, be able to speak. And uh, Lord, we just pray for ourselves that, that you bring us to even greater levels of humility with each other and uh, with sharing and, and the things that we're, we, we, we've learned in our process and the things that we, we continue to learn. And uh, God, we just submit that to you. We lift up all marriages right now, all relationships. Uh, and uh, God, we just ask for uh, for anyone struggling that, that a revelation will come, that uh, uh, that you will, will put on their minds and their hearts solutions, God. We pray for humility for those in couples. We pray for uh, singles, God, that uh, uh, that are alone, seeking, uh, seeking someone, seeking a relationship. Did you put on their heart peace right now? Yes. In Jesus' name, that... Uh, 
that you're 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 the maker of them the provider of all things lord and and uh even for those it's all my heart that are that are holding on and and uh idolizing a relationship mm. god that uh, that they be delivered from that in jesus name and uh god that the peace will come to them i remember when uh and i spoke about it in the last podcast i elevated that as a as a, a as, as a need in my life and uh god when uh when you took it from me um that's when when things really shifted my life and i and i just uh i just speak that over over those lord that might be in that right now and uh and lord i'm gonna uh, jump in here and, and and i love that and i want to just say um for the people who um don't feel like things are going well in their life and their identity is wrapped up in a relationship i ask you to to bring that separateness um that lord you let them know that you're with them and you will never leave them or forsake them even if they're feeling alone and isolated in a relationship we just pray right now lord god for um for quick resolve we pray for unity and we pray for humility lord god and we pray that um people would submit to your ways and allow healing to come not in the way that they think it needs to be god but in your way in your time and we, we pray that hearts would be um submitted one to another and that you would bring healing where there's um trouble pull down pride lord god and all conflict we just pray lord god that you um you would give your pe- your people peaceful places to dwell and we just we just send out a blessing in the, in the mighty name of Jesus over your people in Jesus name. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So guys, thanks so much for watching us and we look forward to coming back to you next week on Bloom the podcast talking about relationships and we will see you next time. Have a great Be blessed. Night.